What's up there fans, it's Piper the DJ coming after you one more time with episode 11, Trending Mobile Technology for the week ending 2 December 2012. Now I know I took a week off for the holiday last week, but I'm coming right back at you. I've got a lot of stuff to get into, so here I go. The number one device that was used for online shopping, get this. The iPad. This is based on app usage and app orders. Now, there is a app out for Android system, for Amazon, obviously, and Zappados, and CNET. But uh, according to these three vendors, the app that was used most for ordering for Cyber Monday and Black Friday was on the iPad operating system. So it's just a little bit of something. Uh, iPads are out there. Uh, hitting up for Android, uh, Nexus 4 sales. Despite the problems that Google seems to be having with their store, Nexus 4 sales are occurring. Nexus 10 sales are occurring. Greatest usage that we're seeing across the board for the Nexus 4 is it is going on a prepaid solution. Uh, the reason being, it is unlocked. All you require is a micro sim to put in there, and uh, and they're they're just going in. It's it's a, a great developer phone, and uh, and it's nothing fancy, but it is a developer phone, and that's the primary purpose of the Nexus series. Speaking of developer phones, uh, I've been trying to get some more information on this, and some of you folks that are out there uh, that are Verizon customers, maybe you can help me out on this. I'm trying to chase down a lead in the developer community where you can go into Verizon. And Verizon, to what I understand, is the only carrier that has this program. You can go and say, hey, I'm interested in your developer program. They will uh, give you a phone, the developer pack, and everything like that. And you sign a little waiver saying this, the phone that I'm being given is the terms of developer, meaning you get no tech support. Uh, you can't call up say, hey, I've got this problem with the software. It, it gives you no tech support, which is something that I would be keen on, but because I'm not a Verizon customer, that kind of puts me in a bit of a predicament. Uh, so any of you Verizon customers that are out there, uh, if you have an opportunity to uh, to make a call and figure this out, do me a favor, hit me up, uh, just shoot me a tweet, Piper the DJ, or G plus me, or uh, Gmail me, uh, Piper the DJ. Uh, I am available on all three of those formats. I would love to be able to uh, to get involved a little bit more in that type of thing and uh, move forward from there. As most of you know, past few weeks I've been going back and forth between uh, the Galaxy Note 2 and the Nexus 7. Well, lo and behold, somebody put them head to head. Uh, I've, I've been really, really uh, fighting with myself as to which one I want. Uh, I, I'm going to be making a buy here in the very near future, and, uh, and I'm, I'm liking both of them. Uh, I'm going to have a very hard time making my, de my decision just because one's a Nexus, the other's a Note, and you know, knowing what you want, knowing what you're able to do. And out of seven different determinations, here's what they came up with. If you're a creative individual who requires the ability to annotate, record, draw, and design, then you need the Note 2. 
If you're a person who is just an information devourer, meaning you're going after information, you need the uh, up-to-date operating system, you like to test things, you like to try things out, then you need to go with the Nexus 7. If you use your device primarily for gaming, either one. Now, here's a big thing. Uh, a lot of tablets are going with onboard wireless, meaning you don't need a Wi-Fi to get onto it. Now, if you are a hardcore mobile internet user, check this out. Nexus 7 for Wi-Fi or home use only. But if you're one of those who requires one on the road all the time, where it's got to be on demand, then you've got to go with the Note 2. That's just all there is to it. If you're a developer, get them both. Uh, that's just the way it is. Uh, because the Note has a voice, obviously, and the Nexus 7, obviously, tablet. So you're going to get pros and cons on both ways. Uh, shocking thing, since we're talking about the Note 2, is uh, I've been giving the rave reviews of the device. Now that it's getting out on carriers, the reviews are coming in for the device on particular networks. Uh, the networks that I have reviews on right now, AT&T, Verizon, and Sprint. Verizon, they gave it a 3.5 out of 5. AT&T, uh, without the LTE, mind you, uh, was a flat 2.0, and Sprint on their LTE network was a dismal 1.5. Uh, the reason for the low rating on Sprint A is because Sprint has a very, very immature LTE network. Uh, based on some reports that I've received, uh, 2013 is going to be very busy for Sprint as they are going to be dropping the Nextel name. They are making a very hefty buy in the central market and they're they're looking to get themselves back in the game. They are in danger of losing one of the high four spots because their network is getting so so poor. But based on what uh, what I've been understanding, they are dropping the Nextel name. It's just going to be Sprint instead of Sprint Nextel or New Sprint, it's just going to be called Sprint. They're going to be making a major push on their LTE on the East Coast as well as the Central Market. So we're going to keep an eye on that and see what happens as things move forward. Perhaps we can get uh, get that 1.5 to move up a little bit. That The Galaxy Note is a beast of a phone. It is, uh, it's a monstrous phablet, just the things that it's able to do. Uh, some of the reviews that I've read on it and some of the YouTube videos and the demos I've, I've watched on it, it is, it's a beast. It is a complete device all in itself if that is what you want and what you need. And the, the fact that it's getting marginal reviews based on the network, in my opinion, it's, it's a travesty. It's a, a curse against the device. If, if the network cannot support the device, in my opinion, the network shouldn't carry the device, and that's just the way I feel on it. If you are on the Google Play Store, and you click to leave a review, and you leave a review for a product, that review is then linked with your Google Plus account. Now, this is two different reasons. One, because a lot of people will just get out there and they will troll an app just because. Uh, no particular reason. 
It's because they want to, uh, just because they're not overall nice people. They have nothing really nice for a particular developer or anything. And this is an attempt to keep the integrity of the review system up to scratch. The second reason is so that the developer can contact the user and attempt to resolve this issue uh, that they might be having. Uh, for example, I, I did a, a spout off on Fat Ninja Game Talk Radio the other day, uh, located on the Uber Geeks Network, right here on podbean.com. That's U-B-E-R-G-E-E-K-Z. And uh, where he talks about everything uh, on gaming. Um, and I did a spout off that too long ago about how some games that I enjoy playing require money, which, you know, is understandable because that's the way the developers of that particular game move their product forward. But where I have my problem is when I sink money into a, a project and then an update comes out and the update is marginal. Stuff like that really bothers me because it makes me feel like I'm wasting my money instead of putting it to good use. Now, the flip side of this is, well, look at it similar to a Kickstarter project. Because if you invest in a Kickstarter project, there's no guarantee that it's going to happen. Okay? You're just investing the money on a whim. But, you know, situations like this, uh, it, you know... They can be put together. I've been contacted by a couple different developers saying, hey, you know, we're working on this problem. What issue are you having in particular? And then being able to move forward from there. Uh, and they located me through my Google Plus account. Now, if my Play account hadn't been linked to my Google Plus account, there would have been a little bit of problem there. Wouldn't have been able to find what we were looking for. They might have had some... Uh, some issue concerning, you know, being able to contact me, whether or not the, the complaint was legitimate or otherwise. So, so this is a really good thing. This is a, a role of accountability here. Uh, this is also an attempt to cut down on some of the trolling uh, that happens out there because we all know it happens. Sad to say that a lot of people out there just troll for the heck of it. But this is an effort to cut down on a little bit of the trolling because it is speculated in our current social society that uh, by the end of 2015, 40% of all social accounts will be fake. So uh, this is an attempt by Google to, to get in there to try and, uh, and minimize some of that. So, so let's see if we can't keep on top Keep on top of that. Help out the developers a little bit. See if we can't uh, uh, help them make a better product for the folks that are out there. Uh, there's a challenge that's going around. It's an unofficial challenge, I'll say that. Uh, it's an unofficial challenge floating around the, the uh, Android and the iOS community, both. And that challenge is make a commitment, okay? And this kind of goes off of what I spoke about uh, a couple weeks ago concerning Brian's call out of the mailbag. I, years ago, I determined that I didn't want anything to do with Microsoft. Okay? I have not owned a Windows computer in a very long time. I have Mac laptops. Uh, I have Android operating system on my smart device. Uh, I did have a Windows phone at one point in time for work. 
but uh, I had that phone uh, rooted and was running Android in the background with that phone. And, and there is a commitment that's floating around here. Make the jump. Decide. You want to be iOS or you want to be Android. And uh, because with Android, there's a way to make yourself run through this. The 2013 new Chromebooks, are they're supposed to be transitioned over instead of a, a Chrome OS. They're going to be native Android. And it's supposed to come out with a complete touch screen. There, there's a little bit of issue that the file structure might need to be remade. But, uh, but Google is working on that. Uh, software is getting better. The hardware is getting better. Uh, yeah, and, and the funny thing is, kids are asking for tablets and smart devices for school. They're asking for tablets and smart devices for Christmas and birthday for school because a lot of schools are developing, developing a BYOD policy. It's showing up in more and more high schools across the country, and even some elementary schools are starting to develop a BYOD policy as well. Kids are getting hand-me-down devices from relatives or parents, and, and it's just it's moving in with the advancements of Skype, and Hangouts, with the advancements of cloud computing. I mean, I'm finding it right here now in college. I have a professor who does majority of their stuff on Google Docs. If there's a change, they put it up there, check your Google Docs, he makes sure it's shared with me, boom, I've got it right there, and we communicate back and forth with that. Uh, last semester, I took a communications course, uh, and there was, uh, he divided the course into teams, there were six of us, and we had to put together a presentation. Mind you, I never met any of these people face-to-face, -face, okay? But we got onto a Google Hangout and Google Docs, and we ran both simultaneously, and we were able to get it done. All cloud-based. All cloud-based, and it was all dedicated. I, you know, so, so I guess what I'm asking is if you're interested in taking this challenge, what do you want to do? How do you want to do it? And what can I do to help you make that step? I'm going to be making this step beginning of the year, uh, probably around February or March. Uh, I am going to take the one big step and go 100% Android. Uh, I'm going to look myself for a, a decent looking Chromebook. I'm going to get myself an Android tablet. And I'm going to make this step uh, and see if I can do it. Uh, see if I can manage it and see if uh, see if there's a way to get it done because I did it with Mac when I stepped away from from Microsoft and I, I'm fairly confident that I can do the same thing with uh, uh, Android so if you're out there and you're kinda hedging on the fence you know we're not quite sure what we want to do da, 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 what can I do to help you shoot me an email shoot me a direct message on Twitter shoot me up on G Google Plus I will do what I can to help you to resolve, answer questions, etc. This is a, a, an informal challenge that I'm willing to undertake. A few months ago, I undertook the paperless challenge. And since I took that challenge, I have, I believe, I've only gone through two notebooks, spiral-bound notebooks. And even then, I haven't thrown those away. I'm using those for documentation purposes as well as transitional purposes. So, uh, so this is an informal challenge that's out there that people are taking up uh, on their own. 
And this looks like something that I'm going to be taking a step to. Because right now I do have Android on one side and my Mac on the other. So, so I'm going to take a look at this, really take a look at it and see how I can make this step. Now a couple weeks ago when I was responding to Brian, I did mention, you know, there's a couple programs that I require on Macintosh or as a disc jockey. You know, if, if I can keep that minimal and, and do primary functionality off of the Android iOS or the Android environment, uh, I think that would be uh, very conducive to the ecosystem. So, uh, so I'll keep you in contact with that. I'll keep you up to date on how that operates. And uh, if you have any questions, please feel free to let me know. And, uh, and I will answer anything and everything that I can from there. As far as uh, mobile technological sales over Black Friday weekend, 48.1% uh, went to iOS and 46.7% went to Android in the United States. However, overseas, across the pond, Germany, 73.9% to Android and Spain, over 80% went to Android. So it definitely looks like, uh, or Android is making a big step here uh, across the pond. Uh, also, a couple weeks ago, there was a report by the Wall Street Journal that Google and DirecTV were in negotiation about the cell phone service. Now, follow me on this. If Google gets into the wireless market as a legitimate vendor. This would be monumental for them because they're doing this right. Most of your cell phone providers out there, AT&T, Verizon, US Cellular, Sprint, they're all voice and then they add data on top of it. Okay, two different services. Google, all they're looking for is a data service. Why? Because they already have Google Voice, which is Voice over IP. They have uh, Google Messaging. They have Google Talk. They have Google Plus. So all you need is data. That's it. I mean, if, if you need to download and talk to people, you can get Skype. But you've got Google Talk to get over that. You've got Hangouts that you can do for that. You've also got... Google Voice, which is a glorified phone system. Now, granted, you'd have to register your phone number and all that kind of stuff, but they've got the groundwork there. This is something that, that's got me smiling from ear to ear. If I see this happen, you better believe I'm going to be on board with that quick and in a hurry. That, that, would just be, that would be monumental. I'm definitely keeping an eye on that. And, uh, and I will definitely keep, uh, keep that coming out to everybody as well. Uh, now, this isn't really pertaining to mobile technology because it's talking about residential. But uh, uh, all the folks that were affected by Sandy, there was a discovery made. Uh, there's actually been some concern by the EPA. A lot of these hybrid vehicles that are coming out, they're getting to a point where the batteries are going to need to be changed out. So they're wondering, what do we do with these? You know, we can't throw them in a landfill. You know, what can we do that's eco-friendly? 
as a direct result of Sandy, they discovered that you can take one of these batteries and hook it up to a house and run the house for 24 hours. Now, what they're thinking about doing, what they can do with these actually, is once they remove them from the car, put it uh, in the back of the house as a backup system, hook it up to a wind generator, and the wind generator takes care of everything that you need for that battery to maintain it. And if the power goes out, you've got that battery backup. Now, that battery backup, it is not a permanent solution, but it is definitely something to look at uh, for recycling that battery and taking it from a mobile solution and turning it into a non-mobile solution. There were lots of reports of people that had these electric cars backing them up to the house and running, uh, running cables from the breaker box out to the car in order to power their house. So there is definitely an ability, uh, an avenue there to, uh, to keep things moving forward. So, so that's, that's a really smart thinking, really innovative uh, on not only the behalf of the individuals that are using these cars like this, but also the EPA in trying to help our planet get a little bit cleaner. I remember a few weeks ago, I said the phones are getting bigger, tablets are getting smaller. You know, you got the iPad Mini, the Amazon Fire, the Nexus 7, you know, you got the Note 2, uh, the, fab, the entire Fablet series. And it's true. You know, uh, sales and usage are looking better on this series of Fablet uh, than it was in former attempts. So, uh, so just, you know, once again, it boils down to what you want. There's a lot of tablets now that are coming out where um, they're coming out with onboard data packages because more and more users are wanting a tablet that they can pick up and automatically get on the web, okay? And, and this goes back to what I was saying with uh, Google and DirecTV. Data, that's all you need. If you have a tablet... Uh, an, an Android tablet that has all the Google environment on it, you can pick up that tablet, log into Google Talk or Google Voice, take your pick, and make your phone call and talk. Now, granted, you'd have to have a Bluetooth hands-free set paired up to it because uh, the communication, you know, there's no earpiece or mouthpiece or anything like that on the tablet, but it is definitely something that you can look into and explore. So, uh, you know, as I said, tap phones are getting smaller, or bigger, I'm sorry, the phablets are becoming more and more popular depending on what people want. Tablets are getting smaller based on what people want as well. You know, the 7-inch series is definitely uh, moving forward, and, and people are definitely, definitely uh, taking advantage of that. Uh, Consumer Reports has put out their annual wireless survey based on customer service, network reliability, and uh, overall performance. Uh, as far as customer service works, Verizon was top, T-Mobile was number two, Sprint was number three, and AT&T was number four. Now, I used to work for a wireless carrier. And I'm not going to say who because I'm not throwing stones. But uh, being a consumer, I've dealt with every single one of these. And I can tell you that I'm not quite, or I'm not quite sure where they got these results from. 
because Verizon customer service, in my opinion, it's not the best, but it definitely beats AT&T hands down. Network coming off of uh, Hurricane Sandy, where many, many customers are very upset at AT&T. Uh, Verizon took number one, uh, T-Mobile took number two, and AT&T took dead last. Overall LTE, uh, AT&T holds the LTE slot for number one, Verizon number two, and Sprint takes number three. Uh, overall, in uh, wireless experience, uh, if you are talking outside the big four, meaning Verizon, AT&T, Sprint, and T-Mobile, U.S. Cellular is on the charts uh, making a big move that way. Um, and it just, uh, reading that makes me more and more upset that I'm going to be losing them as a carrier uh, here in the very near future. And last of all, everybody out there knows that in the Android and iOS environment, our devices are driven by apps. Uh, they're driven by ways to make your device more productive. How do you make your device more productive? Through apps. And for weeks, I have been looking for an app that will give me the ability to upload a complete directory from my mobile device to my cloud storage. And I found it. Uh, it's called Antec Explorer. A-N-T-T-E-K Explorer. It's a file exploring system, and it works very similar to a uh, file tree. If you remember from the days of 3.11, uh, it works very similar to that. What you do is you, you navigate in, you locate the file, and then you can take that file and you can associate uh, Antec Explorer with your Google Drive. And I spent uh, Friday, I believe, I exchanged about two and a half gigs of information from my mobile device straight to my Google Drive account. Uh, with this app. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it accomplishes what I want it to. I can upload a complete directory from my uh, from my phone. In this case, it was music uh, up to my Google Drive. And I was able to download a complete directory from Google Drive to my phone. Uh, not necessarily making it available offline, but actually legitimately downloading information to my device to keep it on there as a as an instance of that particular file. So that is definitely something that looks good for me. I haven't purchased the app yet uh, because I want to make sure that it has all the functionality that I want. But Antec Explorer, A-N-T-T-E-K Explorer, uh, it is a file system and that gets Piper's pipe of approval for this week. My time's about up. Uh, I apologize for the week off, and I apologize if this sounds a little rushed. I did have a lot to get through and very little time to do it with, but uh, just a couple things to keep an eye out for the horizon. Uh, like I said, I do have a couple guests I'm probably going to be bringing on after the first of the year to, to move things forward, and there's just a lot of other things that, uh, that are happening right now. 
Uh, I'm looking at this Android challenge that I'm going to be taking up, and, and that sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. Make sure uh, you get over to blogtalkradio.com, follow the CSTC network, follow the Trending Topics network, uh, follow the Eat My Goal network, that's uh, where we talk about soccer or football if uh, you live overseas. Uh, also, check out Fat Ninja on the Uber Geeks, and uh, as always, you can check me out right here, typically once a week. Uh, mailbag's always open, folks. Uh, I'll do what I can with what I got, and until then, I am Piper the DJ. Good night. <laughs>